This is section six of Offhand Sketches by T.S. Arthur, recorded by Robert Parker of Story City, Iowa. Title is Taking a Prescription. Summer before last, the time when cholera had poisoned the air, a gentleman of wealth, standing, and intelligence from one of the southern or middle states, while temporarily sojourning in Boston, felt certain premonitory symptoms that were rather alarming, all things considered. So he inquired of the hotel keeper where he could find a good physician. One of your best, said he, with an emphasis in his tones that showed how important was the matter in his eyes. Dr. Blank stands at the head of his profession in our city, returned the hotel keeper. You may safely trust yourself in his hands. Thank you. I will call upon him immediately, said the gentleman, and away he went. The doctor, fortunately, as the gentleman mentally acknowledged, was in his office. The latter, after introducing himself, stated his case with some concern of manner, when the doctor felt his pulse, looked at his tongue, and made sundry professional inquiries. "'Your system is slightly disturbed,' remarked the doctor, after fully ascertaining the condition of his patient. "'But I'll give you a prescription that will bring all right again in less than twenty-four hours. And so he took out his pencil and wrote a brief prescription. How much am I indebted, doctor? inquired the gentleman as he slipped the little piece of paper into his vest pocket. Five dollars for the consultation and prescription, replied the doctor, bowing. Cheap enough if I'm saved from an attack of cholera, said the patient as he drew forth his pocketbook and abstracted from its folds the required fee. He then returned to the hotel, and going to one of the clerks, or barkeeper, in the office, said to him, I wish you would send out and get me this prescription. Prescription? Why, Mr. Blank, are you sick? returned the barkeeper. I am not very well, was answered. What's the matter? Symptoms of the prevailing epidemic. Oh, ah, and have you been to see a doctor? Yes. Who? Dr. Blank. The barkeeper shrugged his shoulders as he replied, Good physician, none better, that all acknowledge. But if you'll let me prescribe for you, I'll put you all straight in double quick time. Well, what will you prescribe, Andy? said the gentleman. I'll prescribe this, and as he spoke, he drew from under the counter a bottle labeled Mrs. Blank's Cordial. Take a glass of that, and you can throw your doctor's prescription into the fire. You speak confidently, Andy? I do, for I know it's virtue. The gentleman who had in his hand a prescription for which he had paid five dollars to one of the most skillful and judicious physicians in New England, strange as it may seem, listened to this barkeeper, 
and in the end actually destroyed the prescription, and poured down his throat a glass of Mrs. Blank's cordial. It is no matter of surprise that, ere ten o'clock in the evening, the gentleman's premonitory symptoms, which had experienced a temporary abatement, assumed a more alarming character. And now, instead of going to, he was obliged to send for a physician. Dr. Blank, whom he had consulted, was called in and immediately recognized his patient of the morning. I'm sorry to find you worse, said he. I did not in the least doubt the efficacy of the remedy I gave you, but have you taken the prescription? Why, why, why no, doctor, stammered the half-ashamed patient. I confess that I did not. I took something else. Something else? What was it? I thought a glass of Mrs. Blank's cordial would answer just as well. You did? And pray, who prescribed this for you? said the doctor, moving his chair instinctively from his patient, and speaking in a rather excited tone of voice. No one prescribed it. I took it on the recommendation of the barkeeper downstairs, who said that he knew it would cure me. And you had my prescription in your pocket at the same time? The prescription of a regular physician of twenty-five years' practice set aside for a quack nostrum recommended by a barkeeper? A fine compliment to common sense and the profession, truly. My friend, if I must speak out plainly, you deserve to die, and I shouldn't much wonder if you got your deserts. Good evening. Saying this, the doctor arose and was moving toward the door when the frightened patient called to him in such appealing tones that he was constrained to pause. An humble confession of error and repeated apologies softened the physician's suddenly awakened anger, and he came back and resumed his seat. My friend, said he, on recovering his self-possession, which had been considerably disturbed, do you know the composition of Mrs. Blank's cordial? which you took with so much confidence? I do not, replied the gentleman. Humph! Well, I can tell you, about nine-tenths of it is cheap brandy, or New England rum, which completely destroys or neutralizes the salutary medicaments that form the tithe thereof. I don't wonder that this stuff has aggravated all your symptoms. I would, if in your state of health, about as leave take poison. Pray, don't talk to me in that way, doctor, said the patient imploringly. I am sick, and what you say can only have the effect to make me worse. I am already sufficiently punished for my folly. Prescribe for me once more, and be assured that I will not again play the fool. Dr. Blank's professional indignation had pretty well burned itself out by this time, so he took up the case again, and once more gave a prescription. In a couple of days the gentleman was quite well again, but that Mrs. Blank's cordial cost him twenty dollars. He is now a little wiser than he was before, 
and is very careful as to whose prescriptions he takes. It would be better for the health of the entire community if every individual would be as careful in the same matter as he is now. Those who are sick should, ere taking medicine, consult a physician of experience and skill. But, above all things, they should shun advertised nostrums, in the sale of which the manufacturers and vendors are interested. Often testimonials as to their efficacy are mere forgeries. Health is too vital a thing to be risked in this way. Now this is the end of Offhand Sketches, Section 6, by T.S. Arthur, as recorded by Robert Parker of Story City, Iowa.